Kia ora, welcome to the Catch Podcast where we discuss issues that affect missional communities and church plants. I'm Scotty Reeve, I'm the head of the Catch Network um, and I spend my life helping missional communities and churches to renew themselves. Kia ora, I'm Jazz, I live in community here in Wellington and I'm also a law student. Uh, Scotty, why are we here? Yeah, why are we here? Well, we are really lucky here in Wellington and Te Whanganui Atara to be surrounded by people with an enormous amount of wisdom and experience creating communities like the ones we're talking about. And uh, late last year, I started thinking about all the concepts we take for granted here. And every time I thought of one, I wrote it down on a notepad. And by the end of the year, I had 70 concepts written down. And so our desire really is to grab some of the great things we take for granted that we talk about all the time and to share those with a wider audience. And I've invited you, Jazz, to join me. Why are you here? Well, Scotty, you're a 37-year-old man and I'm a 20-year-old woman. So I guess I'm here to offer the perspective of my generation, but also to ask some questions that maybe our listeners would be wondering. Yeah, exactly. So the reality is that uh, sometimes I get talking and you'll hear I go for a while and sometimes I miss things or I say things which um, you may not agree with. And so Jazz is going to be the voice of reason here in the room for my rants. Is that right? Hopefully. We'll we'll see. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. All right, let's get into it. Jazz, you and I have both been part of communities for quite a while now that have what we would call a rule of life or a rhythm of life, where there are certain things that we do every week, some things every day, over and over again, because uh, they mean that on a bad day where we don't feel like being the people of Jesus, uh, we don't have to think about it too much. We just participate in that rhythm. It means that our faith is not buffeted to and fro by our different emotions each day but that we have practices which keep us being the best version of ourselves even when we don't want to be. Um, One of the practices that is really common in uh, the communities I've been a part of is this practice of hospitality. Hospitality is welcoming people in. I think Henri Nguyen puts it really well. Um, He says, Hospitality means primarily the creation of free space where the stranger can enter and become a friend instead of an enemy. Hospitality is not to change people, but to offer them space where change can take place. And so hospitality is really um, people being able to come into spaces where their essential value, their essential identity as children of God is not up for question anymore and they can be safe. Um, And so one of our expressions of that in our communities has been always at least once a week to host some people for dinner. And so those might be people who have just started coming to church or they might be people we're meeting in the neighborhood or they might be friends from work. Uh, But this table that we gather around has become really central. And normally if someone asks about coming to church, we will say to them, oh, why don't you come for dinner first? It's kind of a a better connection than sitting in rows facing the front of a room. And so this has become really key to us, but every now and then there's a situation where we realize that we take that for granted. So we've had someone new in our community this year, and they were about two or three months in, and they said, oh, I'm just finding it too hard. I don't think we should do that. And um, at first I felt a little bit frustrated, but then I kind of zoomed back and thought, no, I need to, as a leader, recast why this actually matters to us, because it's become so obvious to me over 15 years, but I realized that it's not necessarily 
obvious to anyone else. And particularly for those of us who have maybe been in the church or been in Christian community for a long time, it becomes really easy for us to take for granted the gift that is sitting around a dinner table with other people. And even having friends, like there are just a lot of people in the world and in our neighbourhoods who just don't have friends. You know, it breaks my heart every every year there'll be a story in the paper of someone who died alone in council housing and no one noticed for a month or six weeks, you know, because they actually had no connection. So these rhythms, these practices of hospitality sometimes we're doing every week and I don't know, I've probably been to a thousand of those dinners now and sometimes you're just sort of start to get into this routine where you're just making the curry and you're like, ah, oh, I kind of wish this wasn't on tonight. I wish I could go to bed. I wish I could watch Netflix or do the work I didn't do. But what we sometimes miss in that moment is that even though it's ordinary to us, it can be extraordinary to the people who are invited who may never get invited anywhere um, and may never have the opportunity to share their story, be seen, be heard, and even just to feel safe and fed for an evening when the rest of their life might be chaos. And at the centre of our faith, and particularly in the Anglican tradition that you and I come from, is this image of the table. And we've talked before in these Catch podcasts about Rublev's icon of the Trinity sitting around the table and the space that is left on one side of that that invites us in. If you're not familiar with this and you're listening, you can go on Google Images and search Rublev icon 15th century and it will come up and it shows Father, Son, Holy Spirit sitting around a table, but then the side of the table facing us as the audience is open and invites us to come and join them at this table. So there's this welcome of God that happens. We are welcomed as the stranger to the table of God. And then from that table, we form our own table of Christian community where we gather together We eat together, uh, we journey closely together, and then it's from that place that we offer a welcome to the stranger in our communities. And I think what I want to get at today is I think when uh, we have taken for granted the importance of hospitality as a spiritual practice, which I would say hospitality is as important as prayer for a Christian, when we've taken that for granted and we forget how much this matters and how much that invitation to the stranger matters, it's normally also because we've taken for granted the extraordinary grace that invites us to the table of God to begin with, that we've forgotten that an extraordinary invitation was given to us in a very ordinary way, and that our ordinary invitations can be extraordinary too, and can invite people to participate in life with God um, and, and in community in a way that they might have never done so before. And so this is really like really precious to my heart. Um, and I think for different ones of us, we could probably think of those three different tables as like concentric circles, where the center table is the welcome of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That then leads us to create a concentric table of Christian community where we journey deeply together, we resolve conflict, we are known by the love we have for one another, and then a wider table still that welcomes the stranger. And all of us could probably identify which one of those tables we sit most comfortably at. Some people could just, you know, the contemplatives could spend all day at the Trinitarian table. Some of us who just love church, you know, who just think just institutional church is the best thing ever. can see you smirking over there, Jazz. (laughs) They um, love to sit at the Christian community table. And then there's some of us who are really comfy at the table with strangers. 
but actually feel a little bit uncomfortable or maybe unworthy to approach the Trinitarian table. But all three of these tables are so important and I would say that if we're not welcoming the stranger, it's because we don't realize how we've been welcomed or if we've lost sight of how that hospitality is extraordinary. It's again because we've lost sight of how we are welcomed that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us and actually prepared himself as a feast on a table for all of us. So I don't know, Jazz, do you have any kind of thoughts when you think around this idea of welcome in those three tables? What does that mean to you? Yeah, well, I definitely resonate with uh, when you kind of talked about how we can sometimes take it for granted when we've lived in a really hospitable kind of community setting for a while and I think I every few years kind of come back to re-realizing the beauty of sitting around a table and sharing a meal with strangers. Yeah growing up that was just a really massive part of our whānau culture and we have a really big round table um, at my parents house and I think yeah I totally took that for granted and then when I would go to my friends houses throughout college I'd get really surprised when we'd sit in the lounge and watch tv and not talk to each other we're welcomed into God's family, so the only option is for us to continue to welcome others around the table with us too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the images I like is, you know, those old 1970s tables where they kind of have the bit underneath where you can, like, open them out. Yeah. Really, for a lot of us in the church, uh, we have had, like, an eight-person table that is folded into a four-person table, yeah. and we don't actually realize that it has wings um, and that it can actually be opened out. And so in our next conversation, we're going to have a chat about what are some practical things we can do to begin to open out the wings. This has been the Catch Podcast. You can find out more at www.catchnetwork.org.nz. See you next week.